Hi there, this is John Smith, and this is my first episode of Harry's Last Dance podcast. It will be a twice-weekly eight-minute hit that deals with preserving the legacy of Harry Leslie Smith, as well as discussions about the cancer that almost killed me and still could. It's about living in a time of COVID while being on the knife edge of insolvency. It's about trying to keep your head above water when your youth has fled you like a fair-weather friend and your health is in decline. Naturally, there will be much talk about politics, because it is what I've been doing since I started the Harry's Last Stand project with my dad in 2010. But my discussions about politics in these podcasts won't be lectures, but more autobiographical guides on how politics has shaped me. I believe we must radically change our current politics, because if it's professional politics and government or punditry, we're only invited to participate as voters or financial contributors. We never really get to sit at the table. Professional politics, whether it be on the right, center or left, is all like Vegas, because the house always wins, and we ain't ever going to be the house. I hope in some small way this podcast helps me connect the dots what it means to be alive in the 21st century. I wanted to explore how we survive with our integrity intact during this era of crisis and how we cleave some measure of happiness from our existence. We must find a peaceful but impactful way to contribute to the downfall of the systems that enslave us and build something better for all of us. So here goes. Now, I think the thing is that probably because many of my followers are my dad's followers, the only reason why people are listening to me or hearing my writing is because of what my dad did. Now, the thing is with Harry's Last Stand that it was a mutually combined effort. One could not have done it without me. He couldn't have done it without me. And we were both working together uh, for a common aim, which was, in many ways, it was to preserve his past and use it as a guidepost for others to understand that we've all been here before. The austerity, the rampant capitalism were something that have plagued societies in the West during the Great Depression and that all ended after the Second World War when finally the working class, the ordinary workers, were given uh, their just rights with a welfare state. And because of that, people like my father got a middle class life. And people like me were able to grow up in the suburbs rather than in, in tenement houses in bleak industrial parts of the country, whether it be in Canada or the UK. Now. My knowledge of British politics is extensive. I've lived there. I'm a dual citizen. And uh, as I said, there is no way in hell that Harry's Last Stand could have been written without my guiding hands as well. And, you know, my father and I always admitted that we were we were a team in all of this. And I just kept to the backgrounds because it's more important that the message go out than you have two messengers. And my father was a wonderful spokesperson for his life and the suffering that he 
dealt with as a young man and a teenager and young adult. And he galvanized a lot of people to remember their own working class past, whether it was their, their life or the lives of their parents or grandparents. And I think that that was very effective. Uh, I did find it very funny in 2014 at the uh, Labour Party conference that Ed Miliband seemed to be astounded by my accent and just couldn't seem to understand that, you know, my father wrote such a brilliant book that was so concentrated in on the British sensibility of politics and that he was a dual citizen and a dual citizen from Canada who spent the better part of his life on this side of the Atlantic, in Toronto. But that is the nature of thinking, of great thinking, of remembering, of always keeping relevant. And th this is why uh, I have continued on with what, he's, what he did and what we both did, because otherwise it would have been a pointless venture in many ways. It would have been ephemeral. And it would have been ephemeral for the simple fact that we were not of the political class. He was not a journalist. He was not a politician. He was not a business person of any great uh, stature. So that meant there was no foundation except sheer force of will that got him from no-name pensioner to the world's oldest rebel in a matter of six or seven years. And that was the hard work that I put behind this. And it's not even a question because it was work of love. I loved doing this with my dad. I, I, I have never felt so proud of any accomplishment in my life, more so than doing Harry's Last Stand. And that's why I continue to do it, because it is part of my personality, but I know and feel that it does and can change politics in any way, shape, or form, because it was about human beings deserving more than the paltry lives that capitalism was willing to afford them. And uh, so that that is what my politics are about. And I don't believe it can come uh, from the current political systems that we have. I don't believe that the left is going to save us at this point in time because they have bought into neoliberalism. I don't believe the center certainly can save us because they are too willing to surrender to corporate interests. And the right, they've been written off for decades. They are not a viable position for anyone except the top 5% of income earners. And this is something that always has to be considered. If you're not part of the top 5% income earners, why are you voting toward? They're not for you. You will never get into that class. You will never win that lottery under this economic system. And the point is with this economic system is we have to start changing it and we have to start mobilizing ourselves. And I think that the best way that we can mobilize ourselves is through educating ourselves, politics and history, and in social movements and social changes, and start to learn that to win power again, we have to sacrifice like our ancestors did. And it's going to be a struggle that will take generations, I think. But it is the only thing that should keep us going, that and finding some measure of happiness in our lives while this struggle continues. And I'm going to leave it there for this first episode. And uh, 
Take care, everyone, and we'll talk soon. Bye.